This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Ricky Williams. Ricky, how's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. All right, so I know you've been in in your big uh, business bag lately. So tell me a little bit about Highsmith. Love the name and how it got started. Yeah, so um, it's funny how it got started. I mean, if I go way, way back, it got started uh, my senior year in college. And I didn't know it was getting started, but that's where the the seeds were planted. And it was the year I won the Heisman Trophy. And we started the season kind of rough. Uh, I got banged up. I had a bad quad strain and, you know, I could have been a first round pick as a junior. And I was like, why did I come back? You know, I'm hurt. We're losing. I'm miserable. Um, my girlfriend and I broke up. So I just was like in a bad spot. And my friend was, um, was a smoker. So he just slid the bong over to me. He was like, dude, just hit this. And I did. And I remember going upstairs to my loft and laying on the bed and just starting to like imagine things getting better you know and after that i had back-to-back 300 yard rushing games with the strain quad got back in the heisman race ended up winning the heisman trophy and that's when it started because that was the first time i had the experience of there's something positive about this thing that i've been told my whole life is bad and that was my first real experience of that um but the world wasn't ready for it you know and we saw through my trials and tribulations with the NFL and failing drug tests. And as time evolved and the world was finally ready for it, you know, it was after my playing days were over, but I saw an opportunity to, to make a difference and, and, and utilize the ups and downs in the past story to share what I know to be true, but I couldn't talk about before. And now I can. So I launched Heisman because I love, I love cannabis. I love what it's done for me. I'm a connoisseur. I appreciate the quality. And I just want to share that with people. Um, it's helped me deal with very difficult times. And we all go through difficult times. And if we can find ways to get through them and, and grow and become better people through it, then I think at the end of our days, we feel much better about how we lived our lives. And so it's a, it's a passion project. I, re, I mean, people talk about doing something to change the world. And all we have to, to do anything with are our past experiences. And so I think of all my past experiences and what they've taught me about life. And, you know, at this point in my life, I just feel passionate about sharing, telling, telling the stories. Yeah, no, for sure. And how, like, how crazy is it now that it's like, you know, <clears throat> like not frowned upon, desensitized, all that stuff. And it's like, I think like kids now growing up and they're going to like, look like if they looked up record books and see you and then they're like, Ricky Williams got suspended for weed. Like what? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to, it's not going to make sense. You know, it doesn't make sense right now. Yeah. And we're getting there. We're getting there, but you know, that's the beauty of it, right? We don't get there by our, by, it doesn't just happen automatically. It happens because some people decide to take a stand and believe in it and put their energy and their reputation on the line because they believe in something. And Right? I think we all have the ability to have something like that in our lives. For me, it just happened to be cannabis related. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Um, how do you how do you view the the changing landscape of cannabis legalization and the acceptance in professional sports? It's slow, but it's 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 relative, right? Old people 
Right, they might say it's moving too fast, right? But but young people, especially a person who got caught up in the in the system because of it, you know, it, it's it can't happen fast enough. So, but it's moving, you know. And if we're being realistic, we realize that massive changes like this they they take time. But I think the more current players, and I had a call earlier with Primitive, which is um, Rob Sims, who played for the for the Lions with uh, Calvin Johnson. Um, it's their company in, in Detroit, and they're going the CBD route to to create relationships and partnerships, um, like with uh, with the stadium up in Detroit, um, and they're they're bridging that gap. You know, Calvin's a Hall of Famer, so I think you know it means a lot when people who've accomplished a lot and who are well respected are willing to put their neck on the line and put their passion into into cannabis. I think when current players start start to do that, that's when you're really going to see the the league start to make a make a shift. But current players, because their reputation is so important and the league has so much power over them, you know, it's it's tricky. But I think there's going to be a brave soul that that speaks up openly about it, and I think it's going to be a rallying call for more athletes to be honest about the benefits of of cannabis consumption. Yeah, no, for sure, and even um. Two things I was going to touch on it later, but now that they brought Calvin Johnson up, he actually said that you'd likely be a first ballot Hall of Famer if if not for the NFL drug policy. And I know I think last year was technically the first year you were actually on it, even though you were able to be on it in 2017. So, one, how do you feel about that? And two, do you think you should be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> you know, if listen, if. As as times change, you know how we how we think of um, what it means to be respected, right? It changes. You know, there are certain people who are in the Hall of Fame who were put in the Hall of Fame years ago because things were different. Who, if we thought about them today, we'd be like, "No way, they should be in the Hall of Fame." And so I think as we all grow and we evolve, and people can appreciate what I meant to football that manifested on the field and you know i did run for ten thousand yards but was bigger than that um and so i think as an icon or as a symbol who played well enough to justify getting into the hall of fame um yeah i do i think it'll take some time but but i think it's coming yeah and even as you just said like uh it's slowly getting there and and fastly getting there for other people so for example another example i don't know if you've seen it i'm i'm really into boxing and Keyshawn Davis, he's a rising boxing star. Uh, he actually just got his win taken away because he he was fighting in Texas. And he got tested positive for for smoking marijuana, and uh, and he got his win taken away. And I just thought that was like really stupid. It is it is stupid, but when stupid things like that happen and they become news, then people it's easier for people to realize how stupid they are, and it actually can lead to change. Yeah. Like, I get it for him getting suspended, sure. That's the rules, but, like, why take the win away? That's, like, them taking your yards away. Yeah, but I think, like I said, things, thing, I know, things change really slowly, and sometimes for the older people, they're changing too fast, and so when they get an opportunity to do their part to slow things down, yeah, they do. I think that's just part of, kind of the way it works. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it's all, like, like this, even just talking about it, just it all is like a gray area. It's like that, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but that's beautiful, right? Because when we're when we're young, you know, it's funny you hear kids say that's not fair. 
But the older people get, the less you hear people say it's not fair. All right. So I want to touch on you're you're really into astrology too. So how has astrology played a role in your life? And do you feel like that influenced you in your decision making or your personal development in any significant ways? Yeah. Um, so yeah, to me, it, it, at the very least, as a as a hobby that occupies my mind and keeps my mind sharp and fresh and interesting and has given me something a skill set of something that's interesting to talk about that it's always easy to find someone who wants to know more about themselves or about astrology. Hell yeah. Right. It's, it's probably, if I think of, you know, all of the things I've invested time and energy and resources into the mo my most valuable possession is my, my astrological perspective or, or worldview. And it, it's, you know, most people, when you say astrology, they, they're only going based off of what they've heard from other people, but something I've been studying for almost 20 years. And so when I say astrology and other people say astrology, we're kind of talking about the same thing, but not really, you know? Um, and as far as making choices, no, it's not like the, what people read about where I look to see if I should do something today because of what the stars are saying. It's more like it's a tool to help me understand myself. And so if someone says something to me and I think, should I do that or should I not do that? You know, astrology gives me the ability to tap into like, to know without a doubt, this is good for me or this is not good for me, you know? <laughs> so it does affect my decision-making, but not from what the chart says I should do. It affects it because I just know who I am more. So I'm much more difficult to be tricked or for people to control me because I know, I know what's important to me. I know who I am. Um, and I think that's something that we could all benefit from. You know, I think the whole purpose of going through ups and downs in life and going through difficult experiences is to help us learn who we are. Um, you know, I think of right, it's football, okay? And a, football and, a, and life, you know, especially with astrology, have a whole lot have a whole lot in common. So in football, a coach will say, we make practice hard so the games are easy, okay? And it's that idea that that the coach puts us through difficult situations so that we can find out who we really are. So right, when the game is going, we can act decisively because we know who we are, right? If we're not sure, am I supposed to get that guy? Am I supposed to get that guy? And then we're like stuck in the middle, okay? But if we know that's my guy, okay, I'm on him. <laughs> not for sure. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, and just throughout like your whole journey, like I know your documentary came out like 14 years ago now. So obviously even like get more is there ever going to be like a second documentary we've been talking about it forever so i don't know i mean i don't know i'm sure there'll be more stories told because so we talked about business you know heisman is great it gives me an ability to, to get the word out and, and it's a great message but to me my my as you can tell when i talk about it my passion is is so i created an app uh, it's in that it's in the Apple store. It's called Lila, L-I-L-A. And it's kind of, it's doing what I'm talking about. It's helping people understand themselves. So, so it's easier to make choices in life when you know who you are. You know? The choices are still difficult choices, but they're easier because there's less doubt, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's almost like I feel I feel like I kind of know you. Yeah, so so yeah, that's my that's what I that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. See, it's easy, right? So <clears throat> I get, I feel like as time keeps on going on, like you're going to become, obviously you're, you're already 
like famous and popular and stuff. But like, I just feel like in the history books and in all this stuff, you're going to be coming, like people are going to be coming to you more. It feels like it. It's starting to happen more and more. And I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's because it's like, because I've known myself, I was willing to put off the temporary like fix for something that's more like profound and can make a bigger difference. And I've just kept like building value and building value. And I, it's like, I'm starting to get to the point where people are appreciating the value. Um, just because I put so much time in and the same way on the football field, right? I, my, my whole thing was I want to create a valuable product for as entertainment that I do my job on the football field. And I've been fortunate enough to find something else that I can put my, all of myself into uh, and it, and it's rewarding. So I, I feel very fortunate. You still like football? Yeah. It's part of me. You know, I think I'll always love football because Right. Even if it, even if my whole life was destroyed because of football, everything that football taught me, that like those that experience of of being with yourself, whether it's in the weight room and getting stronger, or if it's on the field trying to figure out how to block that defensive end or how to perfect this play, just again to have some kind of channel where I can put my energy to getting better at something, it's been a blessing. And so I think it's like anything, anything you put time and energy into, you you naturally become a connoisseur. Right, because you can appreciate quality. So yeah, if I watch a football game, you know, I can't help but appreciate the quality of the routes, the catches, the throws. It's it's amazing because I know what they've been through. So I it's it's a rich experience for me. Um and I'll always love the game. Yeah, that's awesome. And what was it like? Um I wanna go a little into your football career. What was it like you rushed for a thousand yards multiple times, but what was it like coming back in two thousand nineteen? I think it was I meant two thousand nine. And it was about one, it was one, two, three, four, five, five seasons. And then you rushed for a thousand yards. And I think, I think no other player did that in that type of span. No, really. I, I know I, I knew I had it in me. It was really just a matter of getting the right opportunity. And uh, unfortunately that year, um, uh, I was splitting time with, with Ronnie Brown. And unfortunately that year, Ronnie had an injury and, uh, he was out. So I got a chance to play a little bit more and I was already having a good year, but when Ronnie went down, I, yeah, I got a chance to show what I could do. And, and I made the most of it. It's a, it's a good experience. Yeah, for sure. Actually, you just touched on Ronnie Brown. I actually had him on a couple of years ago and I believe he said you were in his wedding, right? Yeah, I sure was. Sure was. That's great. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. You guys were killing it back in the day with the wildcat. What, what was that like? And I, I believe Tony Sperano was the coach then, right? Yeah. He sure was. Uh, it was great. Um, it was great because we were doing something new and something innovative. And you don't you don't always get to see that in the NFL these days. So uh, I, I loved it. I really I really had a good time. Really had a good time in that in that offense. It was cool. It's actually ironically, Tony Sperano is actually where I'm from in West Haven, Connecticut. I know RIP, but. So I was just up there. My um, my mother-in-law lives in, in a town called Deep River. It's like 35 minutes from um, from West Haven, about 35 minutes. And I have a good friend of mine from Bridgeport that who's actually visiting me right now. Um, and I may be up there for every year. There's a Walter Camp up at uh, on the Yale campus. And... Uh, yeah, back 20, 25 years ago, I was there because I was the Walter Camp Player of the Year. And then my junior year, I was there for the first time. And I, 
made some really good friends who I'm still in contact with. So uh, who knows? I may be up there again. Did you have any? Did you have any of the pizza here? I did. I sure did. What did you think of it? How old are you? I'm 31. Okay. I don't know. You might be a little bit. You might be a little bit too young. But there's a spot um, in New Haven called Toads. I don't know if you've ever heard yeah, no, I know Toads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, 25 years ago, I remember being in Toads, and I had the time of my life. Oh my god, I had such a good time. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, Toads is legendary. They had like every like artist you could think of like before they were kind of famous almost. It's a cool experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> what are what are some things you want to be remembered as, uh, like as an athlete and as an individual? You know, I think life is short, and to make people feel something. Wow, it's a great opportunity. I think that's kind of the whole point, I think, of entertainment. So, um, and as a person, hmm, just that I, like, people are, would be like, wow, he seemed to, like, really care. Hmm. It's important for people to know that I care. All right, I like that. <clears throat> um, last couple ones. I got to get some of your playoff predictions for the NFL. And how do you think the Dolphins will do? Mm, that's a good one. How do I think the Dolphins will do? Because I'm, I'm a little shaky now after they just got smacked by the uh, Ravens. Everyone, though. Every, but but ha- that happens, though, right? That, that happens all year. Right? The Dolphins, the, the teams that they're supposed to beat, they spank. Okay? Spank. Had a couple tough ones, but most of the tough ones they've lost. Here's how you have to think about it, okay? And, and this is what I notice: is a season is a long season. You know, it's a long season, and the teams that play the best in the end of the year are the teams that want to keep playing together. Right? You can have a year where you put up a lot of yards and everyone has a lot of fun, but if you don't want to keep playing together, it was fun and you're ready for it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> but some guys. Right, because the way the way you get there is you 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 learn together, you grow together, you figure things out together, and you want to you want you want that feeling. There's no better feeling than being on a on a, a squad on a team and everyone is like clicking because we figured things out in the course of the season and we're finally clicking. Right, that makes all the aches not hurt. Right? It makes you get up in the morning excited to go to work. Okay. The, the teams that have that are the teams that go the, that go the furthest, and that has little, has some only somewhat to do with, with the wins and the losses. Okay, obviously if you're clicking, you're going to be winning more. But again, a team like the Dolphins can have a great year, but if they're not on the upswing, continuing to get better, right? It's it's not, and so losses especially when you get spanked like this it's an opportunity to right you're exposed okay do we say all right we're exposed all right let's cash it in it's been a fun year i'm tired right or do you say hey let's keep working at this and that you don't know right we we can't go inside of the play each individual player's heart we can't go inside of the team's heart we don't have that ability yeah for sure so super Bowl prediction the Niners look so good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to bet against the Niners right now. The Ravens, too. One of your former teams. Oh, Ravens look great. Ravens look, yeah, good call. 
that's a, that's an example, right? Ravens are always good, but right, they have these dip, but they keep getting better, right? They're playing such good football right now. It's like they're figuring it out. That's a great example. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, no, for sure. <clears throat> um, Mich- Michigan or Washington? I like Washington. You know, this this feels. Um, I said it right. I said I went back to 2005 when Reggie Bush won the Heisman Trophy, and the look on Vince Young's face when he didn't, you know, when he didn't win. And I was at the Heisman Trophy this year, and <laughs> the the look on Michael Penix Jr.'s face when he didn't win, I was like, uh oh, you guys better watch out. So Washington. All right, I like that. All right, last one. <clears throat> What's something people don't know about you? Hmm. That I care now. Uh, <laughs> well, I think the yeah, I think all right. I think the I think the biggest secret was really the astrology stuff. So I would just say that I've okay. Here's what they don't know. Yes, I'm into astrology, but what does that mean? It means I've been studying for about 18 years, and to this day, I spend at least 30 to 30 minutes to to two hours reading something related to astrology. So. That I, I guess that I'm just a nerd, right? I'm always thinking about like how to gain greater understanding. It's all I think about is how to understand things more. So I'm constantly trying to look at things from different perspectives. No, for sure. I mean, I mean that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> all right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And um, could you let the listeners know where they could follow you on social media? Yeah. So at Williams on Instagram. Uh, more importantly, you know, if you have an iPhone, check out the app. It's L I L A. Yeah, L-I-L-A on the, in the App Store. Um, even people that, you know, are curious or don't know much about astrology, just check it out and see what you think. You know, just put your information in and read what we say and, and yeah, let me know what you think. <laughs>